Hey there, I'm Amanda Marcotte and this is How to Be a Badass-ish. The truth is, we're all badasses, we just forget. Because we also forget that we're human and sometimes we fall on our face. Join me in celebrating all life's failures because ultimately, that's the only way we grow. Welcome back to How to Be Badass-ish. I am Amanda. I am your host. And today, I want to talk about nude photos. So last week, I actually talked about sex and how we don't discuss it enough. It's so taboo just in human society as a whole that we're leaving so many things up to chance for our kids, for our relationship, for our pleasure. And it got me thinking about nude photos. And one of the things that I pointed out in the other episode is how women's sensuality has been diminished to the point where it's actually shameful to be sensual and sexual unless you're overtly sexual. So Kim Kardashian, J-Lo, you know, we can sexualize women's bodies, all of the supermodels, the Victoria's Secret models. um, But if they do it, no, 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 no. Uh, Then suddenly they become a slut. And suddenly women become um, dirty and it's degrading, and it's shameful, and like, who do you think you are, and cover that up, and oh my god, you're not skinny enough to wear that, and who do you think you are, Kim Kardashian, like, you can't wear that tight of a dress, just all of those things, and it's it's interesting, because one of the things that this is happening with is nude photos, So when you have these accounts on Instagram, that is obviously this woman being overly sexual and in in almost a derogatory way. Like, I know she feels empowered, but I don't know if she actually feels empowered as much as she thinks she does. I think for women like that, It's not, it's more of a tactic of, look at me. I I really need you to see how sexual I am. I'm not a victim. It's not shameful to me. Like something happened. Maybe it it, it doesn't necessarily have to be physical, sexual. It could be something mental. Like they were told all the time growing up they weren't very attractive or... I don't know. It just every every account that I've seen on social media and every artist and celebrity that their sexuality is so over the top. It stops being beautiful and and feels desperate in a way. And I kind of wonder if that is part of the degrading process, right? Like, because it's, it goes from being powerful to, to kind of sad. 
And you can feel that energy. Humans always feel that energy. We just don't know how. And men are very visual creatures. And I talk all the time about about straight relationships and straight people because I am. So is my husband. So if there is something different from your experience being gay or trans or um, any part of the LBGTQ community, please, 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 please educate me, help me, because I can only talk from my perspective. But the thing that I've noticed is when these accounts are like overly sexual and you have these straight men who are looking at them literally as objects, no longer as humans, um, it's it's almost like it puts this massive damper on the rest of the women that want to just be sensual. They want to be sexual without feeling the need to be like a porn star, right? Um, an object. And that's where the, the Me Too and the Women's March and everything comes from is the objectification is, is so uh ingrained in our society that it's like we it's like we've started looking at women as objects and not humans and so if they show any signs of sexuality then well you're putting it out there so obviously you want it no she's stepping into her power she's stepping into her divine feminine it has nothing to do with you, like at all. And the perfect example of that is boudoir photos. So you have social media and sex tapes and these just degrading positions that these mostly naked women put themselves into. And then on the flip side, the boudoir photos are usually not models, not women who are uh, photoshopped and and look like a Hollywood makeup artist has, has done quant contouring on their ass as well as their boobs and waist. Um, and yet they're they're posing in these very sexual positions, but power from a stance of power, like powerful sexual positions, almost more like a dominatrix type of thing. And they're wearing lingerie or sometimes nothing. Um, one of my favorite examples of this in history is Marilyn Monroe and doing that nude photo shoot for Playboy. To her, that was empowering as hell. That was her saying, you know what? I know I am sexy. I know I am stunning. And I'm going to let you see a little bit of that. That was everything of that energy from that photo shoot. She was having the time of her life teasing every single person and driving people crazy. And yet, Playboy thereafter turned into that degrading, overtly sexual, like diminishing 
feminine power type of thing where now these women became these objects. So Boudoir is kind of taking that Marilyn Monroe centerfold stance of I am, I am a woman. I am celebrating my sensuality, my sexuality, what makes me a female, what makes me feel powerful. And I'm going to show that off. And for the longest time, I was a part of this massive networking group and, and I saw this boudoir photographer and every photo I've ever seen of hers is just stunning. And it's got that powerful, like, goddess sexuality that you would expect to see when a woman uh, takes photos nude or with lingerie on or in sexual positions, right? And there's something about hers. Most of, most of the clients that she has, most of the women that she takes photos of are not super skinny. They're not size four. They, they don't have triple D boobs. They don't have long hair and pouty lips. Like there's one or two that will show up because humans come in different shapes and sizes. And inevitably one of those women is going to be an average person. (laughs) Like that ideal shape came from somewhere genetically, but most of them look like the average woman and the way she poses them and the empowerment that you see in these photos is phenomenal and stunning. I'm not going to lie. I actually have some scheduled. I'm very interested in doing this. And, and I did a shoot years and years and years ago for my husband, specifically for my husband. And it was because I I remember this and this is what the saddest part was. I had the shoot done at that time because I had just done a theater program with him. We had just finished Cats. And Cats is a very, very dance heavy show. So I was exercising like I was when I was a pro dancer and like six to well, four to six hours a day, I was, I was dancing. I was exercising heavily. So I looked amazing and I knew it, but I also knew that I probably was never going to dance like that ever again. That was kind of my last hurrah. And I wanted to take photos of my body to prove to myself that at some point I was attractive At some point, I was sexy. And when I think back on that, and I think of that statement, that is devastating. It's devastating to me that I needed photographic evidence that I was attractive because I knew from that point forward, I probably would never find myself attractive again because I'm a woman in America. And as you get older, we've been told we become exponentially less attractive, less appealing, less sexy. 
And we fight so hard to go against time that we idolize celebrities who have figured out some sort of fountain of youth. Like Jennifer Aniston is still considered one of the hottest women on the planet. And yet she's, she's in her fifties, man. Angelina Jolie as well. One of the most beautiful women, in my opinion, that exists on the face of the earth. She's in her fifties. And it's, it's interesting to me because I'm, I'm immediately thinking of other women that I find unbelievably attractive and sexy. And I don't know their ages, but I know they're not in their 20s, like Jada Pinkett Smith, Halle Berry, Beyonce, J-Lo, um, Shakira, right? You have all of these women who definitely are not in their 20s. And yet they are, they are unbelievably sexy women. And yet for me, because of the society that I live in, and I'm not a celebrity, I can't afford a personal trainer. I, I didn't decide to take care of my body until I almost died. Like I didn't, it wasn't even trying to attain a perfect body shape. Like something shifted in my brain, like, okay, well, I'm married now. And I, I don't know, I, I snagged him or whatever stupid thought process I had. And so I, I don't have to take care of myself anymore. Like we're good. We're, we're good to go. And then I had my son and I just sort of dismissed it. Like, well, every mom I know eats half eaten chicken nuggets and leftover, scrambled eggs and that's pretty much all that they had and they live off of 15 cups of coffee and their exercises running up and down the stairs after their toddler and getting the diapers and whatever and so I just sort of dismiss it like yep nope this is my life now and it's it's interesting because I became extremely unhealthy gained a lot of weight developed cystic acne because of the massive hormone imbalance that I did to my body. I did it to myself. And when I started to shift everything and I started to get healthy again, um, all of a sudden I realized how much I had hated this vessel that I was living in. And if I had talked to a friend or a daughter or a sister the way that I talk to myself, I would hope they would punch me in the face. And I had this whole podcast a while back about, about basically this, this same thing, but this coming from a different perspective of why I decided to get boudoir photos. And it's because... I realized, wait a minute, wait a minute. My, my self-love came after self-loathing. That was because I bought in to this bullshit of society that when I was 25, I had, I had peaked, man. That's the best I would ever be. And yet, 
when I turned 30, the reason I say my age all the time, because I know this is another hard thing for women, is admitting what their age is. Like my mom, she was born in 1951. She's 69 years old. I love you, mom, but she's 69 years old. And whenever I talk to her for as long as I can remember, she was 39 for like 20 years. And, and recently she goes, yeah, I'm 42. And I'm like, I don't, what? I don't, I, I don't quite understand feeling like you have to pretend you're so much younger. When I turned 30, I celebrated so hard, so hard. There, I don't know many people. People will say, yeah, I would totally go back to high school. But I don't know many people that literal that remember high school, all the drama, all the angst, all the crazy hormones, all the confusing conversations, all of the shit your friends pulled, the stress your teachers gave you, the, the stupidity of some of the the useless classes just because American public schools dictate that you have to take X amount of credits. So you have like four study halls, like it's just stupid shit like that, right? Time, waste of your time. And yet I think when they talk about high school and why they would want to go back, they're not thinking about that. They're thinking about not having to adult about not having to worry about bills. And a lot of them are thinking about the body they hated even back then. Like they learned to love it over the years or something, but they didn't. They learned to love the body they used to have at a time when they hated everything about themselves. In my 20s, I felt stupid. I felt incompetent. I felt like I, I didn't know what the hell was happening in my life at any given moment. I was angry all the time. I was strung out. I was literally trying to be a man because I thought my high level of sexuality and my level of attractiveness was the reason that no one took me seriously. Probably true because that's the society that we live in. But in instead of taking it and and owning that side of me, I suppressed it. I pushed it away. I tried to become super masculine, which is not me, just because I was ashamed of my sexuality. When I turned 30, I celebrated. I celebrate every single year. I am so thankful that I am at another year because when I look back, I go, there's no way in hell I would relive 2018, let alone the year I turned 21. Not a chance in hell. And if you relive one piece, you have to relive all the pieces. So if I go back and go, oh my God, I love my body. I wish I could go back to when I appreciated my body when I was 25 years old. <clears throat> I remember what happened the next 10 years. I don't want to relive that. So it's interesting to me that we dismiss where we are now, the sexuality and the power 
of where we are now. My body gave birth to another human. It literally disfigured itself to allow a human to come into the world and then repaired itself. Like, what the fuck? That, that, that happened. And who the hell am I to say with a gift like that from the gods to say, you know what? Thank you for providing another human to this planet. But now you are deemed worthless and unattractive for the rest of your life. Like, I'm sorry, what? What? The whole reason that the 22-year-old body is considered the ideal body is because that is when you are supposed to be the most fertile in your life. So they're not even being attracted to what they think they're seeing. They're being attracted to the fact that that woman biologically could give them lots of babies. Define irony, right? So yeah, I purchased boudoir photos because I decided I am taking my power back. My sensuality, my sexuality, I am taking it back. I am celebrating this for me. And I was actually talking with my husband and I said, you know, with the downloads that I get about the the impact that I'm supposed to make and the numbers of lives that I'm supposed to touch, which just freaks me out. It, it's overwhelming. I'm ready for it. But I just got to tell you all, like it, it does. It freaks me out. It's, with great power comes great responsibility. <laughs> Thank you, Spider-Man, right? Um, but I actually said to him, way down the future, down the line, when I'm living in my calling and my purpose fully, I really hope these boudoir photos get quote unquote dug up by somebody trying to shame me because I will rip that person apart. Like how dare you diminish something that I did for me? How dare you try to use my power against me? These sex tapes that surface and and ruin people's lives. What uh, Kim Kardashian for all of her faults, man, she took it and ran with it. She became famous for a sex tape. And then she went, "All right, let's do this." And she she took her power back with that. Even her photos that are overly sexual, it's, yes, there's still a bit of a pay attention to me, look at me, but it's definitely a, no, this is what you want. This is what you want your girlfriend to look like. Not just, oh, that's, that's a, that's a hot chick. She like changed the way women's bodies were idolized. We used to be a heroin chic society. That was literally what it was called when they would starve themselves so much and look like androgynous 12-year-old boys. That was considered sexual. Yeah, homophobia hasn't existed for eons at all in this society. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. 
So I do hope somewhere down the line, after I get these boudoir photos and take back my sexuality, my ownership of what I find beautiful about myself, I really hope they're dug up. And I can rip somebody a new one for trying to degrade it. Just like any any of those women in, that are getting these boudoir shots, I really hope that they have this whole new level of empowerment for themselves. And I honestly, I truly hope that the women that take the very overtly sexual photos on social media for attention one day realize how beautiful they actually are and that there's a different way to be attractive without degrading yourself and without feeling like that is something that you have to do all the time. Because it doesn't feel like an empowerment thing. It does. It feels like it's very much them seeking validation. And that's the saddest part to me. Not that they're doing it. Like if they, okay, in the exact opposite example, I had a roommate who was actually a stripper. And she was one of the most empowered, empowered women I've ever encountered in my entire life. She was hot. Holy shit, this woman was hot. And she knew it. And so she has an Instagram where she takes sexual images of herself. But here's the funny thing is even though she has nude photos and even though it's obviously a sexual um, photo, there's still that sense of empowering. She has more of a boudoir feel to it than a porn feel to it. And that's the difference. That's the, that's the entire point of this whole thing is the difference is the empowering or the validation. We need to get away from being validated. We gave birth to the entirety of the in- human race. The world exists because of women. I honestly think that sexuality and sensuality needs to be celebrated a whole hell of a lot more. A whole hell of a lot more. And that's probably why so many religions have tried to suppress it for so long because... When you have a woman that's truly empowered and truly loves herself, (laughs) she is the definition of a badass. Thank you guys so very much for joining me today and for listening. If you loved this episode or hated it, I would love to hear your feedback. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at howtobeabadass-ish. And I look forward to talking with you guys again soon. Have a wonderful day.